Good morning and God bless you all. Welcome back to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I hope your week has been going smoothly. It seems like the weeks and the days have been flying past. I've seen a, a post today or the other day that said we went from September 1st to September 30th in four days. And that's what it's feeling like because we are now in October. The year is coming to a close, y'all. This has been extremely fast. Um, Today, we are acknowledging as our Black creative entrepreneur business woman today, Miss Danielle Clayton. She is the editor-in-chief for the Unassociated um, Ministry that we are working with here. And she has been, um, for the past couple of years, she has a company that is called Editing Angels. And I tell you, the fact that she is... I mean. She's one of the most talented writers that I know and her skills and her gifts that God has given her. She has taken them and has explored her own business. Um, So if you need help with personal statements or personal projects, um, you can hit her up at danjclayton at gmail.com for any inquiries on editing because we all need editors. We all need that second pair of eyes. We all need that that extra umph, someone that knows how to work with their words and build sentences and all that other kind of stuff. Look, hit her up, y'all, if that is you. Um, for those that are new to the show, I want to welcome you again and again. Um, this is such an incredible space to be, to listen, to speak, just to um, come every single week and engage with one another. And that is something that I do emphasize, engaging with one another. There's a function on unassociated.com called Ask Kendra. So if you have any topics of discussion or any questions that you would like to have answered on this show, Head on over to www.un-associated.com slash Ask Kendra for more details. You're able to write in a request or you can send them um, via audio, which is also really nice. So I always enjoy when I get um, an email or notification from one of the listeners typing in something from Ask, uh, Ask Kendra. A lot of our episodes have been inspired by questions that you all have been submitting. So if that's you and you would love for a question to be answered or a topic of discussion to be had on this show, head on over to www.un-associated.com slash Ask Kendra for more details. Okay, y'all, I just feel like jumping right in. Um, I was inspired by this scripture. It's a, I don't want to like assume that everyone knows the scripture, but it is a scripture that is oftentimes, um, used in teaching and preaching. Um, but what I love about God's word is that it's a, it's the living word. And what I mean by that is that no matter how old this text is, no matter how many times it's been put in a song, how many times it's been preached, how many times it's been taught, the living word will always reveal something new. And so I'm so grateful that um God uh, definitely re- uh, renewed my understanding about 
something in the scripture. So let's let's just cut to the chase. Grab your Bibles. Y'all know we are a Bible reading podcast. I'm not here to give you my opinion. I'm not here to freelance my thoughts. We are going to the word of God. The word of God is the standard. The word of God is what we stand on. That's it. That's all. Period. Okay. Um, so we're going to John. John chapter 15. I'll be reading out of the New King James Version. Um, and this passage of scripture is particularly um, important to share today. Um, I, w- I want to talk about some self-reflection. I do. I want to talk about some some self-reflection. And I believe that this scripture is going to help us do that. Because a lot of the times we don't like to look at ourselves. It's hard to look at yourself. It's hard to be like, you know what, I'm looking at me and all the things that I need to improve and all the things that I need to change about myself. And um, it can be a challenge, but we are doing this together. You are not alone. I'm not alone. No one is exempt (laughs) from doing any self-improvement from some spiritual maturity. Um, So we're going to go to the word of God and see what it has for us. Okay. All right, y'all, let's go to the word. So John chapter 15, we're going to read verses one through eight. So if you got your Bibles, you got your iPad, you got your cell phone, whatever you got, let's get to it. All right. So it reads, and this is Jesus, Jesus speaking. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. That is that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I spoke to you. Abide in me and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears fruit. For without me. You can do nothing. Verse six says, if anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered and they gather them to throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my word abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Verse eight. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples and the word of the Lord is blessed. I am the true vine. This is Jesus speaking. When we think about a vineyard and vines and how things are produced. We have to consider that Jesus is the vine and God, the father 
is the one that maintains the vineyard. Verse 2 says, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. It is important for the health of anything growing to cut the dead things. It is important for those with green thumbs. I ain't the one with a green thumb. Give me a plant that's going to die in four days. But that's not the point. <laughs> for anything to grow healthy, the dead things must be cut off. And so Jesus is saying anything that's in me that does not bear fruit, God takes away. So when we think about what are the things that we do in this flesh, in this life, that is not producing fruit. And I'm not talking about the fruit that you want, the fruit that you think is what you're trying to deal with, what you're trying to work with. I'm talking about the fruit of the spirit. Let's 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 look into the fruit of the spirit. Because we have to be clear on some things. And one thing about the fruit of the spirit, and I've never heard this, I never heard it talked about this way. I remember listening to a sermon from my church. It was actually my first lady was preaching a sermon. And she said, you cannot have the fruit of the one fruit and not have the other. It's not fruits to where you can pick what you want. In order to have one, you must have them all. So let's look into the fruit of the spirit. Let's go over to Galatians 5, 22 and 23. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. The fruit of the spirit are things that we are able to walk in, not just read, not just gain an understanding, but walk in it to reflect God. Is your life, is your walk, is what you do, does it reflect God? Is he pleased with the things that you're doing? Or is the things that we do in our lives causing death to enter into the vine? Let's keep going. I mean, even before we get keep going, last week, I be feeling like a lot of these episodes have like, been rebuking a lot of things, but we're rebuking it in Jesus name. Last, last, last week we talked about witchcraft and what that means and how people are operating in that. Not necessarily, I ain't calling you a witch. I'm just saying, you know, you may be doing witchcraft stuff, right? Burning sage, doing the, the crystals and evoking different presents, you know, spirits and all that kind of stuff. That is not fruitful. 
that is not of God. And not even just like going to that extreme idolatry, unforgiveness, bitterness. What are we doing in this flesh that keeps us from being fruitful? And Jesus is saying in the scripture, anything that is not like God, anything that does not bear fruit. And we have to have a standard because we can't make up the fruit ourselves. We can't make up the standard ourselves because we're flawed. But anything in me that does not bear his fruit has to be cut off. Because we can't live this life fooling ourselves. People think once they, you know, get saved or accept Jesus that that's it. I ain't got no more work to do. I ain't got to work on myself no more. I'm good. One and done. Like, no, it's it's not how it works. You have to constantly work on yourself. You have to constantly ask God, Lord, reveal to me the things that are in me that are not like you, that are not pleasing. We have to do it. Because if we don't, we're fooling ourselves. Because what sense does it make for us to live this life? And in the end, God is not pleased. And in the end, when we see him, he says, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. So I don't know about you. But my prayer daily is, God, if there's anything in me that is not like you, take it out. Ain't no point for me to say I'm living for Jesus, but then not do it his way. Personally, and this message is for those that want to grow. I'm one. I'm not exempt from flaws. There are a lot of things on me that need pruning, that needs cutting. And even in the cutting and the pruning process, it's uncomfortable. It hurts. There are some things that we love, that we are attached to, that we've invested in, that isn't good for us, that needs to be cut. But if you love God, And if your desire is to please him above gratifying your flesh, you'll surrender to the vine dresser to prune and to cut. Because without the pruning, without the cutting, there is no growth. Amen. Another thing. Let's go to verse five. I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. Just right there. If you abide, if you live, if your everyday move, what you think about, if you settle yourself in God, 
not like visit him on occasion. But if you make your life revolve around God and you make him your center and you put him first, he's going to abide in you. The Bible says he that thirsts and um, hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled, not might be filled, shall be filled. We have to pay attention to the scripture. We have to know it. So if you are pursuing God, if you are making God your all in all, the center, the first, he will be in you. And your desires will start to change. And the things that you that you want to do that aren't pleasing to him will start to convict you. And conviction is not a bad thing. Honestly, like I would be scared if I never had conviction. Because there are people that do not have conviction. There are people that be out here in these streets just wilding. <laughs> just wilding and, and don't have no conviction. Don't feel remorseful. Don't feel sorry. Don't, you know, just so disconnected from the Holy Spirit. But when the Holy Spirit lives in you, you can't do everything. And I thank God for every time he's rebuked me and every time he has corrected me. And even though sometimes I don't like it when he has to prune and cut and it's uncomfortable and it hurts and I, I, I just don't want to be in this process. I thank God because he corrects those who he loves. And it's not to make you feel bad it's not to make you feel less of a person it's not to to beat you down or or to make you get in line it's for your growth because he's a good father he wants his children to succeed he wants his children to be in in right standing with him to bear much fruit how wonderful i just just think how wonderful would it be for us to operate and to bear the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control? Like these are excellent things to have. But we can't have these things and operate in our flesh and try to call the shots and disregard the word of God. We just can't do it. So my prayer for you, for me, for anybody that is listening. Is that God, if there is anything in us that is not like you. If there is anything in us that is not pleasing to you. Lord, take it out. That is my prayer. Lord, take it out. What I love about the um the end of verse five, it reminds us, um, he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Let it be plain. Let it be as simple as it is. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Yeah, so true.
and I'll be the first to admit, I am a dependent on God. The Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost got to help this one every day. (laughs) Every day. Like, I, I cannot do it without God. I can't. You know, it's this this narrative of... I'm independent. I'm self-made. I do it by myself. That's not my story. And to be honest, it ain't yours either. It may sound good. It may give you this sense of of strength, but I'm strong in him. (laughs) Without him, I can do nothing. Without him, I would not be here. Without him, I don't know where I would be mentally. Without him, I don't know where I would be spiritually. Without him... He keeps me in line. He keeps me grounded. He keeps me covered. He keeps me safe. He gives me opportunities. He is the biggest blessing of my life. And to be in relationship with God, the creator, the God of the universe is the most valuable thing to me. It really is. I was in my car last night. I was coming home from a service. And a um this this intercessor, this prophetic intercessor just came and and hugged me. And she said, God told me to just hug you. God told me to just hold you. And that he's very proud of you. And that he's pleased with what you're doing. And is this a tangent? Maybe. I don't know where we're going here. To hear the words that God is proud of me. That God is pleased with what I'm doing. Makes my whole life. Because I understand what the pruning feels like. I understand what the sacrifices feel like. I understand of denying my flesh and listening to him when I don't even want to, what that feels like. And for God to be pleased with what, not just what I'm doing, like on, on camera, I praise God for it. But when the camera goes off, when the mic is off, that's all I need. And I was in my car and I was like, Lord, thank you for being so good. Thank you for leading me and using me the way that you do. Thank you for keeping me the way that you've been keeping me. So I could do your will because without him, I can do nothing. Yes, I'm strong. I'm strong in the Holy Ghost. But without him, I can't do it. Without him, unhealthy things will grow for me. Things that aren't good for me will grow for me. I'll get into 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 stuff I shouldn't be getting into. And I just I just hear the Lord for those that 
really stand in this independent identity. It is okay to depend on God. I don't know where that came from or who that word is for. It's okay to depend on him. You don't have to have it all together. You don't have to have it all figured out. You can be weak. You can be vulnerable. You can bring him your brokenness. You can bring him the things that need to be cut. You can bring him, I hear God, you can bring him your heartache. You can bring him your bitterness. You can bring him your unforgiveness. You can bring him your anger. You can bring it this to him. And he can prune and he can cut. It may be uncomfortable, but he'll never leave you. You may not like it sometimes, but he'll never forsake you. He'll always be there. Amen. Ooh. Yeah, I gotta forgive me. <laughs> when I hear him, I got I just have to I just have to speak. Verse seven. And this is what I love. And this 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 verse right here reminds us that we tap we can tap into the benefits of God. The benefits of being a Christ follower. Verse seven. Y'all read it for yourselves. Open up your, your, your books and stuff. If you abide in me and my word abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Listen to that and it shall be done for you. Because look, when, like I said earlier, when you live in him and he lives in you, your desires, your will begin to change. You begin to understand what alignment in the Holy Ghost is for real, for real. You begin to understand what alignment in the Holy Ghost really is when he abides in you and you abide in him. And when you ask Anything in his name, God is obligated to respond to you. When you are in him, now look, 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 look. We can't be taking the word and twisting it up, okay? He did not say if you was doing your own thing and you occasionally, you know, you, you know, visit the Lord and you you took a little bit of this religion and you mixed it with Christianity and you asked him to do this and this kind. He didn't say that. He said, if you abide in me and I in you, ask what you will and it shall be done for you. Now this is principle because God is not a man that he should lie. His word is his word. And his word we can count on. And so that is something like we also have to be bold in asking God, like, ask God for what you need. Ask God for what it is that you truly need for him. Whether if it's for your family, if it's healing. If it's a closer relationship, if you want him to speak to you, if you want him to to help you with your spiritual gifts, if you need community to be accountable, whatever it is. 
whatever it is, big or small. Y'all know I be asking, I be asking the Lord for a little. Oh, I got a testimony. Got a testimony. Got a testimony. Okay, so look, look. I live in an apartment building, right? And so like my neighbors, they're getting, you know, they're gearing up for Halloween and stuff. Um, full Halloween. That's just, that's just not what I do. So they're like putting up their, their Halloween decorations and it ain't bothering me. Like it's, it's on their side. Like I ain't tripping. I'm literally last night, y'all. I cannot make this up. Last night I was headed out, um, to do some ministry work and I opened my door and there was something like, if this is, if this is the door, there was like something hanging. I don't know if you're on YouTube, you can watch this. There was something hanging like in front of my door and it scared me. And I'm like, what is this? And I go out in front of my door and I look and it's like this, like demon skeleton thing that's like flying. And they, and they like put it right in between our doors. So like the, the fabric of this, I don't even know what to call it of this thing was, was waving in front of my door. And I was like, uh, uh, I'm thinking to myself, like, do I tell them to move it? I don't want this like in between our doors. Cause I just like move it or, you know, what do I do? And y'all, I promise you, I got in the car. I said, Lord, I need you to rebuke the devourer. I need you to rebuke the devil. God, I pray that you bring that down right now bring it down. I don't want it. I don't like it. Lord, take care of it. When I get back home, it was down, just down. And I said, Lord, thank you. Like, just thank you. Like just the smallest things. I was like, uh-uh, move, move that. And God heard my prayer. And I asked him to move it. And he did. So big or small, when you live for God and God li- and God lives in you, you can ask whatever you want. And he'll give it to you. And by this, it says in verse 8, my father was glorified. And what he did for me glorified him. That you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Amen. The word of the Lord is blessed. It is such a blessing to uh, to have this word as an encourager. Um, I pray that this episode helps somebody, encourage somebody to run on and see what the end is going to be. Um, my challenge to you, because this is the place of challenge, inspiration, and change. I ask, just, just, be, just be real with yourself. You ain't got to do it in front of a whole lot of people. Just be real with yourself. Talk to yourself like this, you know, and say, what in me is really getting in the way of my blessing? What in me is really getting in the way of me hearing God? What am I doing in this flesh that is not pleasing to the father and when you really get a clear understanding and you ain't got to beat yourself up, actually don't beat yourself up about it because that guilt, that ain't, that don't belong to you. Guilt don't belong to you. 
But be real with yourself about it. And I'm not saying, now go and fix it. Because the truth of the matter is, a lot of us don't know how to fix the things that we're dealing with. The only thing that you need to do is just say yes to God. Like a real yes. Well, Kendra, if I already give my life to God, give it to him again. And not only that, something that'll help, don't rehearse it. If you're dealing with some 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 stuff that ain't right up in here in your heart, don't rehearse the pain. Don't rehearse the betrayal. Don't rehearse all that stuff. Because that is actually you remaining and living and reinforcing things you're trying to get rid of. Don't rehearse it. But ask the Lord to create in you a clean heart and renew the right spirit. Ask God to wash you with his blood. Ask God, Lord, I'm struggling today. Help me. Cut anything that is not like you offer me. I surrender it, but you got to surrender it. Until you do. Got to surrender it. And let him lead you. Day by day. All right, y'all. That's all I got to (laughs) say. I hope this is a blessing. Um, Before we get off, let's pray. I'm just going to pray for those that are listening to this episode. Father in heaven, we thank you. We praise you for you just being good, you being present. We thank you for your word, your living word. We thank you for all that it brings, all that it represents, the life, the revelation that comes from it, God. We thank you for the fact that you're faithful and that when you give us a promise, we can stand on it. God, I pray for all those who are listening and even including myself, God, if there is anything in us that is not like you, take it out. God, forgive us for the sins that we have committed. Forgive us for not having, not not being obedient. God, forgive us for doing things our own way. Forgive us for holding on to things that aren't pleasing to you. God, I pray that you create in us a clean heart and renew us the right spirit. God, we need your help. God, help us surrender. Help us give us a, a yes. And God, for those that are struggling, God, I pray that this is the sign that this prayer breaks the yoke of bondage and that your people, your son, your daughter can experience a freedom they've never experienced before. Experience a connection with you that that they have never experienced before because God, you want to speak to us. You want to use us. You want to reveal your mysteries. You want to use your people. But God, we have to be ready. Make us ready. Make us right before you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, y'all. I I hope that this was a blessing. Um, I hope it was. Y'all take care. Have a great rest of your week. I can't wait to hear if y'all. If y'all have a testimony or anything y'all want to share, share it on Ask Kendra. I would love to hear how people are tackling this challenge. I love y'all so much. There ain't nothing you can do about it. Until next week, beautiful people. See you later.